and Tim. And we are Till Til Death, Death Do Us Recap. And today we are discussing part one of what I felt like was a very juicy reunion. Kevin Frazier did not disappoint. Oh, God, it he's was so good. juicy. He's, I think he might be better at calling people out than Andy Cohen. He's pretty good. He's pretty strong. I don't know if I'm willing Andy to wait Cohen that. Andy Cohen lets people go a little bit before yeah, he wants he, to be Kevin friends Frazier with them a little would. bit yeah, more than exactly. Yeah, Kevin Frazier doesn't care. I shout out to Mathis this week for giving us the Married at First Sight meets Jerry Springer mashup that we didn't know we needed. <laughs> a lot of energy this week of oh. Well, they're actually here. Why don't you come yeah. on out? Multiple <laughs> surprises. Like, okay, this is what we're doing. I, I guess really, we're doing this. I felt that all those, you know, usually you're like, yeah, yeah, they knew. But I I watched their, like, these were authentic guest surprises. Yeah. Both of them. Both of them. Um, Now, for people that are podcasting about a show we really suck with knowing the schedule because we had no idea this was a two-part reunion until the day of uh, <laughs> so surprise we're gonna go one week longer than we thought we would talking about married at first sight um we also want to just put it out there that we are also transitioning into covering real housewives of beverly hills we are jumping over into bravo land which also premiered last night. So we're going to be on double recap duty for these next couple weeks. So be on the lookout for that. If you are a Housewives fan, it was an epic premiere, if I do say so. And I just don't want that to uh, get lost. I wanted to make sure I said that at the top. Even if you're not a Housewives fan. Become one, become for the love one. of God. What are you doing? You know you're going to get chortles and a good time on this pod that yeah. will continue through real housewives of beverly hills open your hearts and your minds listen to your heart <laughs> okay so let us just jump in uh to virginia and eric yeah they our started first off couple. the show um you know we get a montage for everyone of course if i have to look at another fucking montage <laughs> this year i am so montaged out i can't do any more montages these montages though were a lot more they were a lot better and more honest than last week's montage on decision day you know what i mean like yeah. i felt like all the montages last week were trying to make everyone look perfect and this week we actually had to look at the unattractive shit too we've been watching for 17 episodes. I don't need another montage okay, for fair. the love of God. Fair. Well, something that I just forgot about was how, I mean, it's a reminder of that, that uh, energy we were getting from Virginia in the first chunk of episodes that we didn't even get to recap on here, which was like the constant nervous laughter. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> and then, of course, conversationally, not like I forgot this, but it just brought it all to light seeing some stuff again, like with the alcohol. Yeah. Um, yeah. What so were your, what were your big takeaways from the from this little oh couple? God, I mean, it's weird that, that my big takeaways. First off, I didn't love all the stuff around the controllingness of Eric 
I thought it was interesting that Virginia was like, controlling was the wrong word. I shouldn't have used the word controlling. She said that a bunch of times, which yeah. I was like, that sounds like something that you guys figured out together that you were going to say. Um, and I didn't like, I got what he meant. But again, I just think he can't help himself a little bit, even with the way that he framed like seeing his own behavior and wanting to fix certain things. It was all around how he came off a certain way to others. Yeah. And he didn't like that. And so the fact that he had to watch that and obviously constantly see reactions, I'm sure, over the last three months on the internet. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, I think that it's a really good thing to watch yourself and your behavior back and, like, have to reckon with that. And that's real. But there was just even the way that Eric framed that for me was like, oh, of course, it was all about the fact that you didn't look like a perfect nice guy. Yeah. And well, I'm, I'm one of the things I'm genuinely curious about is w w how much of the season had aired when they filmed the reunion. Because mm -hmm. I thought it was like they just filmed the reunion. But no, they filmed it while some of the season had aired and some of the season hadn't. Yeah. So I'm like wondering at what point in their relationship, like it was it before the whole Rocky Tex blow up? fight right like have you know i don't know not yeah. that that really matters but i thought that they were either they're either genuinely in love mm -hmm. which for some reason is just annoying for me i'm yeah. sorry it just is the bliss was annoying the hell out of me for some reason not gonna lie yeah or they had a really solid game plan going into this yeah in terms of how they were gonna protect each other and whatnot well, you definitely saw, like, I mean, Eve, okay, the alcohol discussion, okay. which I appreciated was pushed. I mean, again, I just loved all of his points of questioning because I just feel like he didn't really let anything go. Um, <laughs> that was hilarious because her reaction was basically, okay, there's two thoughts I had. First, okay. I thought, okay, her reaction was definitely denially. She was like... <laughs> No, honestly, my my alcohol has not been a problem ever in this relationship. So, and I'm like, uh, pretty sure it has because I'm pretty sure we just watched it. Yeah. And like he had mouth like anus, which as we've discussed, MLA, <laughs> he had that the entire time that she was saying what she was saying, which I was just like, uh, so he <laughs> he didn't accept. Um, but he did. Like, in that he didn't, like, retort it. But then the other part of this that I found interesting is remember early on when, like, because it just felt like she was saying it so much. All she wanted to talk about was, like, it was like she was proving a point almost on principle, like, kind of being, like, a petulant teen. And I kind of feel like she confirmed it on this. She was like, look, I don't care about drinking nearly as much as... I said I did at the beginning, like watching that back. That was very like. I felt like she basically acknowledged like that's not even a thing, like mm. it really isn't actually a thing. It was like she and I kind of feel like, yeah, she was harping on it a lot in the beginning because she was sort of like, like we always said, like needling him on principle. Like, well, if I did this, will you say? Yeah, she tested well, if him I did a lot. This, would you stay with those questions throughout the season? But then they basically confirmed, unless they're lying, that since the show aired, like this has been a non-issue. Yeah, it's not like he's, uh, 
stopping her from doing stuff. And it's not even like she wants to do stuff that much. Yeah. Well, and she had said, like, it's uh, talking about sleeping over at a guy friend's house. Like, yeah. after going out, she's like, well, I didn't mean I would do that. I was going to do that when I was married. And it's like, well, then why did you guys why fight about it? Why did you die it? on that hill then? Like, But exactly. I think it's all because Eric would, like, whenever he'd show up with that, like, when he'd cross over into, like, judging man. Yeah. She then viewed it as, like, an authority issue and wanted to fight it just because. Yeah. You know? Um. Okay, something else we need to address. Eric's cat allergies. That I, I for all of the things that I don't appreciate about Eric, I have expressed deep concern for this small but very monumental detail, which is that Eric supposedly had severe, like, life-threatening allergies. EpiPen-level allergies. Yeah, <laughs> EpiPen-level allergies to cats. And, like, how, on that alone, how will this marriage survive? Well, surprise, surprise, Virginia got over her shit. She moved into the condo with all the cats. I was immediately, like, when she said, I've taken the second room as, like, my storage space, basically, in the cat's room. And then we're getting walked through, and I'm like, Okay, these cats are not being like sequestered. This is just their beds. Yeah. And then it gets brought up. He didn't even have to take any allergy medicine, a single pill, until three weeks into living with the cats. And he literally called it a mild allergy on the reunion. Eric, so, we defended you we for defended the cats. you. And now I, his whole fake sneezing shtick oh, was he did it multiple so times. frustrating. It was, it was so not dorky. It was like funny at that, all. So. It was like, oh, funny guy. Big <laughs> funny guy here with the fake. Oh, gosh. I don't know. They got under my skin for some reason. Yeah, for sure. That was ridiculous. I just, yeah. I thought, and then I was like, for how hard I defended Eric in that situation specifically, and like was a little horrified at how dismissive Virginia was, because I was like, if this is a serious medical condition, this is not going to work. But Virginia's just had her shit confirmed, which is that he was full of shit. I'm sorry, if you have to take a Claritin like twice a month. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's less than normal. people who have springtime allergies to pollen. And yeah. you're not, like, not going to people's homes that have plants and flowers. Yeah. Go Ugh. fuck yourself, Eric. Okay. And then I guess my last thing would be Eric's mom. That was clearly a surprise. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was blown away by how much she loved Virginia. I, thought, I was not expecting that. Yeah, it was. I I, I don't. I didn't even really. Re I don't remember her from the season. No, it made me realize like, oh, your parents really were not involved through this process. Yeah, I that whole section for me was weird. Like it was they're strange because like, we had no investment her in her. Exactly, we had no relationship to her, and then the setup for it almost made you feel like, oh. Well, if she if the parents chose to basically be disconnected from this whole process besides the first day, then this is obviously going to be like bad, like a conflict. Yeah. And it wasn't at all. She's like, I love her. She's amazing. And so, 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 so. Gave us that was our first 
And why don't you come on out moment of the night. Yeah. But it was very tame compared I to the second moment. I did totally feel for her, though, that she found this, that, her, that Eric comes to her to say, I'm getting married in two weeks because I got cast on this show. And in her her other son was getting married two weeks later. I oh, I would have died. That's a nightmare for yeah. that situation. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, they still in this. I I have to say, like, they really did. The see- producers fooled us. We got our the 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 the, sh- the wool pulled over our eyes. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, do you think they are? I still feel like we've seen so much evidence that the only way that they can be good is really to be constantly in denial of all the things that aren't good. And it just always feels like they're sort of teetering, you know, like trying to keep it all together. And I do feel like in some ways this is the best and most comfortable I've seen them. Yeah. But I just it was hard for me to fully buy in the entire time. Yeah. Did you? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I was just I don't know. Maybe I'm letting a little bit of my feelings about this couple cloud my judgment on if they can actually. What are your feelings? I just don't. Besides annoyance. Yeah, Specify. I <laughs> I I still think they have real issues. There's some online gossip right now about mm. them, but they're refuting it. I'm not going to get into the weeds. Say. No, there was some some stuff going around about Virginia partying at a club and apparently someone took a picture and she didn't have a ring on, but then Virginia said, "No, that was my right hand and they're still in love and they're she's very much not single." So it seems like she cleared that up. I don't know. I just don't. I just don't think this is a good fit. Yeah. I never Long have, time. but yeah, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I have to say on them. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk Clara and Ryan. Good God. I feel like I went on a complete roller coaster with them. Yeah. With this. I mean, it was like, it was so satisfying for me to have Ryan put in the hot seat in my mind in the for the first time in a real way yeah. in this whole season because his nice guyness and his really overly firm privacy boundaries in my opinion at least for reality TV yeah um have been such good like uh armor for him yeah to like navigate this shit and be stay super vague and I don't think he got away with anything today. No. <laughs> oh my God. But I, again, I feel, okay, they come out, they look great. I mean, yeah. the mustache is a thing that isn't my thing, but like, look, they look, look great. They, they look dress great. so well. They look great together. Her hair looks look amazing. Her makeup. Um, they let us know that the relationship, they're so still together. Yeah. And they're so excited about what they have built that they're going to get remarried in a ceremony that they can include all the people they love. And so what I thought the first thing I wrote was I'm obsessed with this. Yeah. I think this is so beautiful. It's such a cute idea. It's such a good, like now that they've given me the thought, I'm like, if I was ever on this show, I would like insist on that. Cause it would almost make it like, okay, no, this is really real. Yeah. Now, of course, as a viewer, you witness that and you go oh my gosh they broke through they're owning that they're in love with each other 
and that they're meant to be together because, of course, like, why else would you do this? Kevin Frazier decides to, like, of course, like, in his mind, he's like, okay, so this is the most obvious question. Yeah, because now you're getting re- now you're getting remarried, like, officially, on officially, purpose, on purpose. Choosing. So one naturally assumes, yes, I love yous have been exchanged. Right. Kevin asks, have you guys said I love you? I literally gasped like (laughs) horror. No, no, no. He has not said I love you. Um, I also loved that they played the montage of like all of the frustration around the sex and love stuff. And like, (laughs) of course, they forced him to hear probably for the seventh time this season, that awful but great conversation in the living room with her and her friends. But this was just fucking insane to me. I wanted to scream. I'm like, why are you getting remarried if you haven't even said you love each other yet? Yeah. Poor Clara. I just wanted to die. And you could tell that Kevin was like horrified. Yeah. I I liked that he I liked that he got put on the spot. Yeah. And so he, you know, Kevin straight up asks, Do you love her? Yeah. Like. You, this is you're not going to get out of this. Do you love her? Do you love her? Answer or not? the question right now. You're marrying her again. And he said yes. He I did. do love her. He froze for a second. He froze for a second. I was worried, but at the end of the day, in the words of La Roach, stylist <laughs> to the stars, he did what needed to, to be, be done. done. And he said he loves her and it did need to be done. It It was honestly to the point. I am so against pressure with these situations in almost every way. And I would fully feel the same as Clara, where I would never want to feel like in any way he got manipulated into that. And yet it was like, dude, everything else about you, your aura, the energy, your choices you're making you love her yeah. and you are withholding. Honestly, it was so telling to rehear that thing when he was like, I just never want to be someone that says I love you too much. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, that's right. Like you believe in withholding love because it makes it more special, which is bullshit and abusive on, on a base level. I don't think Ryan is abusive, obviously, but you know what I mean? And so I think that this needed to happen because he had to literally like be kicked off of the pedestal like yeah. he had been standing on for his entire freaking life. Yeah. Well, you're looking at them and you're like you said, you're saying you guys love each other. You do. You yeah. need to just say it. And it was I think it was important that at this point in the relationship, he needed to be pushed he by be someone other than her. Yeah. To to say this. Yeah. You know, because it's like. We know Ryan has feelings for her. He just needs to be pushed to this spot. He did praise. Finally. Finally. Yeah. That was such a relief. And you could tell she was very caught off guard, but she needed to hear that. Now, then, of course, we move into have you consummated the marriage? They do the most bizarre dance that I have ever witnessed. Uh, Here's the thing. For most people, I would have taken from that weird dance they did an assumption that they, of course, have and they're being weird still about talking about sex in public because we also got more context clues. The reminder that Ryan 
has clearly been more obsessed with what his pastor parents will think watching this than I think I ever gave enough credit for this entire season. Yeah. I completely missed that. Like, I think because that is, I assume, like, well, at a certain age, you do start to let go of, you know, your parents needing to approve of everything. But then I remember, like, if your parents are pastors yeah, and you're still deeply plugged into this community, those two things on top of themselves, of course, you're freaking out about your parents seeing anything sexual. Yeah. Discussion, let alone like visibly, you know, like I, How do you I think that conversation went down when the episode aired where she was ranting to the girls about getting mm-hmm. him off every night. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not a conversation I want to have with my parents. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Um, And yet, because they're them, I still truly think it's possible that by the time this reunion had happened, they still had not sex. See, I, I read the complete opposite of that. Which... I read for sure they've had sex. Okay. I think a thousand percent true. With them, I just still not, don't know. Because they even have... at the end, they were like, she was like, who knows? Maybe it's happening tonight. Today's full of surprises or something like that. I, no, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm not buying it. I think that this was one that they for sure talked about before. And like, how he are we going to? He just doesn't want it to be public. Uh-huh. Ryan. I, I'm up. almost positive. I hope you're right. I mean, they've certainly had sex by now. Jeez, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I was curious what you thought yeah, about no, that. Yeah, no, I read it the complete opposite way. I mean, look, by the end, I was so happy for them. Yeah. I feel like we even got to see, like, we got to see more of Ryan's personality in the few little silly clips they showed. Of him just sort of, like, acknowledging a funny thing about her that she does. Oh, yeah. And, like, and then even seeing them together on the couch and, like, hearing him say certain things, like, uh, we've always felt that this was meant to be. We've always had this deep feeling that it was meant to be. And, like, there's so much you guys don't see. And I just was like, wow, I really did not get this energy from you throughout this season. And that's why whenever we'd be at a really serious convo with like an expert or they were doing an exercise and he would get really like he always had his very monotone face and voice and would like get a little frozen. But and then he'd say something like, yeah, I'm in this completely for sure. I just always was like, but where? where is that coming from? Like, really? Because you're not acting very googly towards her. But now I'm like, oh, maybe even like all the googly stuff, he just had like a constant self-consciousness about being on camera with it because what we saw on the couch. Yeah, we saw a couple different moments from different couples. Was so much more like real people. Personality. Yeah, personality coming out. And you're like, okay, I can see how these connections now it makes more sense to me now yes. how these connections got built because I'm seeing more normal stuff and we're not just getting fed producer questions and toiling through <laughs> our problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm happy for them. They seem like a potential like couples cam couple yeah, totally. or like I have a feeling this couple's going to be in the lifetime sphere. Sphere. Yeah. Clara is so good. Yeah, like I could so see her being like at- a Beth. Yeah. 
and she's like, really good at giving facilitating her opinions talks and, and yeah this is not the last we are going to see of this I couple think you're I right. think you're right uh yeah yeah okay i think that's all we've got for them right yeah that's i'm all they got. i'm happy for them me too Speaking of who we're happy for, we're so happy for Brianna and Vincent. And I feel like any of our misgivings that we've had were very much, in my opinion, like resolved and squashed in a healthy way. Like, I just felt like it clearly seems like they've thrived since the cameras left. Everything that we talked about last week, he just confirmed was real. He was like, look. It was really hard for me to not obsess over like how we were being perceived as a couple and um, how I'm being perceived as a man. Yeah. And like that obsessive feeling like for an anxious person, that would be really hard to be constantly being taped all day. And I just I feel like he fully owned it. He put literally nothing on her. He was like. I was out of line. Yeah. Brianna was not the one out of line. We didn't even get into any of bossy bullshit. He I mean, wouldn't he shut even. That down, yeah, yeah, he shut down the disrespect stuff. He basically was like, I was completely wrong and out of line. And I've learned so much in this relationship. And yeah, I was so. I was proud. It of felt real. Yeah, it felt very real. I was proud of Vinny taking, you know, responsibility for his actions. Yeah. And I have a lot of hope. For this couple. Yeah. I mean, it was funny that when Kevin asked Vincent, like, he tried to bring up that he was like, you know, you did say something like um, her bossiness was a big concern for you at the beginning. And he basically says, like, no, her bossiness has never affected me negatively. And I'm sitting there like, but it definitely has. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we all watched it. Yeah. Um. But I, I guess, whatever. I, I think he's coming from a spot of, like, in retrospect, watching it at all, working through it with Brianna, I was clearly being fucking ridiculous. And so I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. That's how I took that. Even though it was, like, kind of a lie. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. They're they cute. look great together. They look great oh, my together. God. Oh, my gosh. And sh- Brianna has baby fever now? Oh, wow. I thought that the way that that all worked out, too, was just really cute. The way that... Like they watched the niece and yeah. now Vincent's a little bit healthily frightened to have children so fast. And then now Brianna has her baby fever increased a little bit. Yeah. So I could see them being one of those Mathis couples that like where she's pregnant in faster time than we expected. Yeah. Based on the way she was acting. Definitely. They're getting a house together. I was surprised that his condo won. Oh, yeah, Remember? that's right. I was like, really? Why did we choose the smaller place? I don't get it. Yeah. It's not even that great, Vincent. Sorry. Yeah. But, but maybe they're, like, saving money. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm I, happy for them. Yeah, they I didn't like have a ton deal. from their thing. It just looks like they're living happy, normal life together. Yeah. So where do we go next? I mean, we go to the nuclear bomb which is Kristen Page. Oh my gosh, this was this was epic. I mean, this was we we needed this. We, we did. needed the explosion. We did. It was a little too chummy. <laughs> Everyone's a little too happy. Yeah. And <laughs> I need some drama at my reunion. Please. Okay. Let's just go from the first most horrific fact that comes to light, okay. which is that 
they've been through counseling since the reunion to, quote, reconcile. Yeah, they tried to pretty much get back together. Which they counseling. would not verbalize that way. They just, no. we went through counseling to reconcile. And then they weren't even going to bring up the moving thing. And Kevin was like, now you guys were thinking about moving in together after, right? Did you end up doing that? And I'm thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> based on what I just saw last week, are you kidding? But he clearly heard that and, like, was going to not let. And, like, you could tell Paige didn't want to answer that right away. And Chris is like, uh, uh. And he's like, well, did you? And they're like, no, we didn't. But, yes, we did consider it. Oh, my God. Oh. I mean, I, what is there even to say? It's just like, wow. I mean, that's just how how gripped she was. But, yeah, like, by this whole thing and the spell and the, the idea marriage, of it. And, yeah. like, being in something chaotic that makes you feel like you don't deserve him. So you keep running back to him because you think he's the best you can get because he made you feel that way. So <sighs> they're obviously not together. And then Chris gives us a great line. And I was like, okay, Chris is like going full tr redemption tour again, yeah. trying to like make himself sound good. And he says, the only reason we're not together is because Chris Williams II is immature and doesn't deserve a woman of this caliber. And I'm like, Oh, Suck so we're we're doing the third person thing. Yeah, interesting. You know, literally in the beginning, I was like, "Who is he talking about?" Wait, did the was the child born and I missed something? <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, he's talking about himself in the first person." Oh, uh, and I then can't. pretty much from this point on. Wait, hold on. Okay, so we do get that. Then, freaking rude. Honestly, like I. I do not appreciate them replaying the, the conversation between Pastor Cal and Chris, About where Chris basically yeah. acknowledges it was the face. That was a bad call on Lifetime. I'm just like, I'm that's sorry. abusive there's, to do to her. Like, there's what? enough drama in this relationship. Sherry feels like a pile yeah, of dirt. I, 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 I completely agree. I thought that was unnecessary and unfair to her. Yeah, and then him to be like, how do you feel about that in this moment, yeah. Paige? And it's like, how many more hits can this girl take to her self-esteem from this whole experience? It just made me so mad. And then Chris went on a thing about, you know, she is the queen and I, like, you know, remorseful theater. I apologize to her parents. I apologize, apologize to her. To all the queens. To, to all the queens. Everyone, to everyone. Shut the fuck up, Chris. Uh, and then this is when the countdown to the lash out began. Because uh, he gave his whole spiel, you know, again, ownership, responsibility, falsehoods. And Kevin looks at him and is basically like, I've got to acknowledge that, like, you've got some amazing prepared answers, Chris. It sounds like you've done some media training. Oh I was my dead. And this is when the second that he said that, I wrote dot, 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 countdown to lash out begins. Yeah. And sure enough, we did not get disappointed. Um. So this is what's funny. From yeah, here, I put starting. I put start starting to boil. I was just gonna say <laughs> tension starts to bubble right here. Yeah. Now this is when um, Kevin starts asking some questions about the Mercedes of it all. Um, the Mercedes of it all. He asks, 
you know, when did you know? Both Mercedes. Yeah, both Mercedes. Why did you get the car? Why did you choose that one instead of a Hyundai? Which I think is a very valid question. Um, And then a question about like, was he in love with her when he came on the show? And I think it's really funny because he had asked Paige something about the sex and she, of course, got like she did get really uncomfortable and was like, I really just want to stop talking about that. Yeah. And I think like she was the victim again of this insane emotional abuse. That is her right to set a boundary for that because she has literally been traumatized by this experience. Chris decides that he's going to try and copy the boundaries angle. Yes. And it's so great because he's done nothing to deserve any of these boundaries because he has just spewed his bullshit on everyone. So he starts to answer these questions that Kevin's put. He starts going, you know, I'd rather not speak on that. Out of respect. Out of respect to Paige and everyone involved. Yeah. You know, so he tries that a few times. No, no, no. Then we move into Pastor Dwight. And this is when so they show the pastor, yeah. So they show the pastor Dwight clip, yeah, and of him talking to Paige one of him talking to Paige one on one. It is we've moved from a simmer to a heavy simmer. Oh, the fury is flaring, (laughs) and he's asking questions about Pastor Dwight, like. You know, are you going to reconcile? Chris is like, I'm not talking to him right now. I don't see that happening. And then we get our second Jerry Jerry Springer of the moment of the evening. Pastor Dwight is here. Come on out. And Chris's face. Wait, 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 wait. Kevin goes, do you think you'd be ready to talk to him and kind of clear the air? And he's like, I'm not at this time. And Kevin goes. Well, you better get ready because he's here. I was like, oh, my God. This is so good. Pastor Dwight comes out and shit pops off like right there. Like all of Chris's media training did not prepare him for this because no one told him that there would be the guest. And so the true colors are out. He is like bouncing on the seat. Can't stop cussing. Can't let Pastor Dwight get a word in edgewise. The main point that Chris really wants to get across is that Pastor Dwight was not a mentor or a spiritual advisor. He was a friend. And that's like, I just think it's funny that he needed to say that a lot of times because he clearly wanted everybody to know like, oh, this man doesn't teach me. Like that's his whatever he's trying to at him. Yeah, and come on, dude. There's been no real indication no. that you guys are There was clearly friends. a power dynamic here. Yes, like, they met at the church like at the beginning Chris of the season. Chris was going no. to him as like for counsel in the beginning. Yes, a thousand um, percent. But I especially died when Chris huh, really tried to make us think that ultimately his big issues with Pastor Dwight was that he was diminishing women <laughs> and not respecting boundaries or respecting the boundaries implicit in a marriage vow. And I'm just like, wait, am I like, I'm pretty, are you, you just described all of your flaws. 
Exactly. Which it was I guess everything that's what people, you've that's done. That's what they do. It was everything Narcissists you've done. Narcissists just throw back all like, of their shit on you and say you're the one doing it. If you guys it's crazy making. If you guys are in a healthy marriage and the situation occurs, I could see how you could be caught off guard by it and feel like maybe some things are happening behind your back. Yeah. You and are I not that at the time. You are not living with this woman. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't commit to a certain amount of uh communication, like acceptable communication between you two throughout the week. There's you have to plan out dates. Nothing to be married. you're going behind pages back to provide luxury transportation <laughs> for your ex fiance, mother of your child. <laughs> and so no, Never you don't forget. get to make all these rules. No, no. You don't. Like give me a break. You're not <sighs> acting like a husband at all. Ever. So you lose the right to be able to say, "Hey, I don't want you talking to my wife." Yeah. No. Because you're not being a, 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 a husband to her. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Now, I will always have a little side eye for any pastor that really wants to push his way into any show like this or a storyline like this. Like, it's always going to make me a little uncomfortable. The fact that you were so excited to come on to the after show. Like, there's something gross about that. I'm sorry. If you're like, whatever. And yet, I still get where he was coming from when he was like, uh, you weren't receiving my feedback anymore, which is a real thing. And so I kind of like let go. Like, what was the point of spiritually advising someone that wasn't going to listen to you ever? Yeah. Um. I mean, here's the deal. Pa I have the same feelings as you do about Pastor Dwight. Yeah. Like, he did seem a little too excited to come on the show and then just, you know, kind of over the top of like, I still love this person. I still blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Pastor Dwight did not sign up to be married at first sight at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's a side person in this situation at the end of the day yeah then yeah i mean it really gets going when he when pastor dwight you know says i love the guy but he doesn't take correction and that's and then, when it, and then chris literally confirms everything he just said everything <laughs> um and then we get a storm out because of course we do and we actually see Paige start to walk after him which i this has got to be hard for I'm gonna Kevin pass out to do if this I have virtually. To watch him, if I have to watch her chase him anymore. Oh yeah, no, the chasing has to stop. But you know, it's gonna that's where it's gonna pick up next Ugh. week and continue. It's got to be hard to be the host and be separated from them, and yeah. you have like these three people going at it, and you're like, settle down, yeah, settle down, settle. You <laughs> from stop, a little strange. stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's funny. I have to say to to make a little uh pivot from this moment. I feel like I got to see the realest, silliest version of Paige. And of all things, the girls moment when they were all hanging out at the top of the season and they're talking about things sexually that they would never do or like oh what are things. <laughs> she literally brings up butthole eating. Oh, God, you have to say it like that. <laughs> And I was dying at her reaction. She's like, I said, I'm never doing that, but you could do that to me. <laughs> I was like, who is this page? 
I want to hang out with this page. She's hilarious. I just feel like all we've seen is her crying and concerned, you know, the whole season. And to see her make a joke about eating buttholes was freaking hilarious to me. I have no comments on what Paige wants to do. Critical. (laughs) I am just like, what is this? Is this because your parents are listening? (laughs) It is. Okay. Um, okay, we'll move on from that because I clearly flustered you. But I guess the last thing to say about the girls only hang, other than the fact that I loved it, and it was way more entertaining than I expected it to be. And they really are so close. Yeah, and they're they going on, on vacations together. together. That was so cool. I'm very happy for them. I love that. Girls are just so good at that. Um, just like coming together and uniting very quickly. I yeah, feel. definitely. Um, but we have to address. I feel like the only thing unaddressed at this point, because we're obviously going to get into Haley and Jacob next week, yeah. since we didn't get them this week. Um. But in the girls hang, mm-hmm. Haley, we basically had it confirmed that the sex sucked. Yes. And that was the last straw for her. But something that killed me that I thought was was very enlightening. She said she basically admitted that she was trying every avenue to see if they could connect and that the physical was in her mind the last straw to see if there's something here. Um, that was night three or four. That's my problem. Right. With it. I felt this like is this my, was confirmation this that you was, did okay. write him off. I am so four. happy that you're on the same page as me of, of this. Cause that was my only note for me on the little girls hang was the yeah, little girls hang. Sorry, the girl, the the <laughs> yeah, little yeah, yeah. yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Um, that, that was my biggest takeaway from it. You cannot say, I'm sorry, this is confirms mm. team Jacob. I still have more things to say when you're done with All this. All right, that's fine. You cannot say that you tried everything to make a connection. Yes, you The can. last thing that you, the last thing was a physical, physical connection. The sex sucked. So on day three of this experiment, you are checking out mentally. Now, you can go through all the motions on the back end and be like, look, I'm trying to make conversation. Look, I'm trying to be fun. But you cannot say after three days, you you cannot be authentic and say after three days that that was the last straw and that she was essentially mentally checked out. Boom. She didn't say she was mentally checked out. She was looking for any initial sparks in any of the areas, conversationally, emotionally, fun-wise, or sexual. So she obviously tried to rifle through all of them on a, in a vacation environment and kept coming up empty. And so the last night got drunk enough that she could stand to try and have sex with him. And it was obviously freaking terrible based off of her reaction. And uh, uh, I just, I think it's, I think it's possible to see if you have initial sparks with someone in all of the areas that soon she mailed it in she did not mail it in for the last eight weeks she planned dates but her heart wasn't in it because she felt like she already knew deep down that they didn't work and how can you not sympathize with that well then be more honest and upfront about it don't lead us all on still trying to see if something changed but she was like ignoring she's like uh i'm pretty sure but who knows maybe magically tonight we're gonna blah I don't know. I just have a little more sympathy for her than you. Because I think that would suck a lot 
to be stuck with someone that so soon you realize like, oh, shit, there's nothing going on here in any way. That might My be... dad agreed with me on this. Okay, that might be true, but the way... My that... mom is viciously anti-Haley, though, like Tim. So okay, I'm not viciously anti-Haley. I'm just saying, <laughs> oh, it's all been confirmed. The way that she talked sure. about the beginning of the relationship with Jake and her no, journey and process made it seem yeah. like she was done and checked out after three days. And if that's the case, you either leave the show or... Which I don't think you can do. Okay, well, you you make it abundantly clear and really push the... on, Like, really be upfront and honest with either Jake or an expert in the first couple weeks that like, hey, I'm really, 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 really struggling here. I can't find any connection, not just like... I didn't. I just feel like getting yeah. this information now in perspective. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm still so curious to see what comes up between them, just because I think we're gonna hear more that we don't know about yet. Oh, for sure. Like, even if it is stuff from Jacob's end, like I think we're gonna hear both. It's gonna be juicy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Oh my gosh, and things got contentious on Instagram this week over this Haley Jacob team team situation. People are very passionate. I would say if you're following, you've probably seen this that there was there's definitely more weight on the team Jacob end now. And I do think it has everything to do with how rude Haley was those last few weeks especially. Um, but it's still split. It's, it's definitely split. split. <laughs> That's like the most engagement we've ever gotten on yeah. the post was passionate, like impassioned testimonies keep, about what their side was. Keep coming yeah, please, with your keep, takes. Keep it up. Keep, keep with your keep keep it up. You can find our Instagram at till death do us recap. Mm-hmm. Find us on the pods. Comment, like, subscribe, review, review. And we will meet you next week. Well, yeah. also stay tuned for Beverly Hills recap. Um, but yeah, next week, part two. Part two. Talk to you then. Oh.